Good afternoon, good after morning, all that in between, Swole Mates. This is your girl, Big Swole. Uh, if you do not know me, then welcome to Swole World. Um, I am a wrestler. I'm all that and above in the life of the party. Y'all already know. Uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. Uh, today's episode is the Swole Lease Report. Because I've hit you guys heavy last week with the whole Crohn's journey. And this week, I wanted it to be a little bit light. So, of course, let's talk about it. Let's be about it. Let's get into it. So, what is happening in Swole's world? Okay, first off, uh, on my, I guess my mother's side. If, um, if you don't know, I have this beautiful eight-year-old. Eight I'm say 18. Lord, have me, look, don't, Lord, don't age me like that. Jesus, but what? But I had cardiac arrest. Um, yeah, so I have an eight-year-old uh, that I share with my wonderful husband, Cedric. And recently, uh, you know, she's in the second grade, and they have these field trips, right? And this one field trip, they're supposed to go to Ruth Eckert Hall and see this wonderful play about some red flying hen. I guess, I mean, I watched it when I was younger, but uh, it's $12 to go, right? And they go... And the whole cast ends up catching COVID. I don't know how this happened, but the entire cast end up catching COVID. And so there's nothing for them to watch there. And I'm like, okay, well, this should have been told beforehand, you know, like give the give the parents, give somebody a heads up. I mean, cause you don't just wake up the day of the show and be like, oh snap, we all got COVID. So <laughs> they didn't they didn't go and see uh, the play. They went and they got a slice of pizza a drink, and they saw a movie. They saw, like, two movies. Now, my, you know, math wasn't my strong suit, but I know that a slice of pizza and a drink don't cost no $12. I was like, I paid that $12 so she can get inside and watch this flying hen. But they, look, listen, give my money back. Give my money back. I'm not playing this, all right? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with y'all, but uh, if I pay twelve dollars, I want my kids to go see that thing. If not, give my money back. It was they ain't, they ain't going to watch it. So you know. But speaking of children, uh, I have like a new age kind of kid. I don't I don't know where necessarily she come from, but she told me a couple of days ago that she wanted to stay home and clean. And I knew it was a lie. Had to be. Had to be. I don't know no kid out there alive today that was a kid that's talking about something they want to stay home and clean. No. No, 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 no. You just want to stay home. You, you can't, you can't work a worker, okay? You're not gonna stay home and bother me all day. This is, this is my day off, off duty. All right. So please take your ass to school, in which she did. But when she came home, guess what she did, y'all? She had to clean. Cause since you want to clean so much, guess what? You're gonna clean that room, clean that bathroom. Yeah, that's how we worked that out. She ain't gonna ask me to be cleaning no more. Oh no, who trying to text me? You know I'm on the dang on thing. Hold up now. Look, lovely out here bothering me, uh, but <laughs> but I love her, and uh, well, at least my daughter, I love lovely too, but I love her, and uh, she, uh, <laughs> she, she, AJ, AJ is, is a hot mess, but I love her. She, she makes this home and this life worth living in and living in, in a sense, um, but now we have this beautiful home. We have AJ, and homeowning is already expensive. My one lesson, if you're out there, and you are about thinking about owning a home or you're about to have a home, if it's broke, fix it right away. 
Because, man, that stuff is going to pile up, pile up. And the next thing you know, you got all these things to fix, which is very similar to how I am with my health. Uh, <laughs> you know, practice what you preach in a sense. I tend to, like, you know, push things on the side, push things on the side. Like, okay, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. And the next thing you know, all these things are just wrong at one time. But I am learning. And now I'm finally in a point where the Crohn's is being managed. I'm on a new medicine. So every six weeks I uh, get my Antivio uh, injection, not really injections. It's really like an IV drip um, and to combat the disease. And I'm finally able to gain weight. Y'all, it was such a hard time trying to put back on weight after I lost it all. I think I lost like 20 pounds collectively since November. Um, I think I, dro- I dropped to like the low 120s, which I haven't been that since before the Air Force. So now I'm finally like 128 pounds, finally starting to look in the mirror and be like, oh, thank God. Okay, I don't see just bones because whoo, that Crohn's, man, it can either give you a whole bunch of weight or it can take all your weight away. <laughs> but I'm finally taking better care of myself and starting to listen to my body, uh, which I recommend everybody does because one thing isn't going to necessarily work for everybody. Listen to your body. Listen to your body and what it says so you can do the things that you want to do like myself so I can wrestle um so I can not have that stress and actually uh wrestle and speaking of wrestling uh it was announced and I'm a part of the women's wrestling army uh so I had such 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 a good time with these ladies uh last Sunday on May 1st it was amazing it was absolutely amazing honestly just getting uh, involved with uh, Maria and Mike just was pretty much just a cherry on top of how I've been feeling these past couple months and it was just great to be around a select few of women that I uh, admire in the business especially Trisha Dora uh, if you have not listened to uh, my episode with Trisha Dora please run it back I think it's like two episodes ago she is a wonderful generational talent she is amazing and I look forward to being in the ring all the time. We, she literally said in that episode that she would have liked to have a story with me and to uh, kind of just be, we have this thing, terminology, I guess, this saying called married on the road in wrestling. And that is where you're going from different stables, different promotions, and you're basically wrestling the same person over and over again, just kind of like honing your craft together and your chemistry. You're building that up. So that's married on the road. That's what that means. She said she wanted to be married on the road with me. And lo and behold, I was like, look, out of your mouth into God's ears and the universe provided we had a banger match on Women's Wrestling Army. It was amazing. It's been a long time since I've had like a shoot 15 minute match but it was it was great it felt great it was so good seeing Trish seeing Taya Tasha Holiday y'all already know I was clowning with Holiday Queen Amada I mean excuse me Aminata uh Janai I know y'all saw them videos because <laughs> listen um Janai knocked on the door at 1 a.m was like uh I'm here to do some uh TikToks with Aminata not knowing that I was in the room and <laughs> I'm like well I guess we all finna do some TikToks. So now all the thing on TikTok sounds and like face beat is just stuck in my head. We did like four or five of them things. And I'm like, I should have been asleep because I knew I had an early fight the next day. And I was like, all right, whatever. But super, super happy to be working with Women Wrestling Army. Uh, Mike and Maria, they're such a godsend. And big, huge shout out to Bobby Cruz. 
Robbie Cruz and Alicia, I mean, excuse me, Alicia Edwards. Lish. What's the dish with Lish? She's so cool. So huge shout out to them for making this happen and just believing in women and believing in wrestling and building this army for us. Next, on May 13th, uh, I do have another show um, this month, Wrestlers Lab, Show Abunga in Williamsburg, New Jersey. I will be wrestling Mr. Grimm. I mean, I told y'all before, I don't know Mr. Grimm, you know, I don't, I don't know him at all, not like that. But I'm really looking forward to the match. I'm always looking forward when I'm able to get inside of the ring and just, you know, do what I do and do what I love to do. So I'm really excited. So if you're near New Jersey, anywhere near those parts, please come out, show out, uh, come see myself or just come see Willow because she's just freaking amazing. I mean, who don't love Willow? If you don't love Willow, then something's wrong with you uh, and you're probably not a good person. Uh, <laughs> but moving on. So the slow lease report. If you do not know, a little background on the Swole Lease. So when I was with AEW and they were looking for people to be uh, in charge of the um, women's division because uh, Kia, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm over here using shooting names. Kong had just left to do the rest of her shooting with Netflix and um, he pretty much, you know, everybody just chose me. And <laughs> Matt Hardy, who's like, oh, snacks, like every time you come around, so I think it's the police because you always keep somebody in line. And he's like, oh, you the swole So he deemed me, dubbed me the swole And every time I come around, he'd be like, Boo! so that's just my thing kind of stuck with me. So the swole if you out of pocket, the swole lease going to catch you. If you're doing something wrong, the swole lease is going to catch you. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out. And I'm they're not just y'all, not just y'all, me too. Because sometimes I mess up too. Sometimes I'm out of pocket too. And I got to, you know, I got to self-reflect. Hey, the swole lease, anybody can get it, even myself. Okay, so let's go. First and foremost, I was going to start with the Dave Chappelle attack. But, but, however, however, given the light of the recent passing away of Kevin Samuels, it would not be right if I didn't just go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Um, I don't take pride in anybody passing away. That's just not cool. No matter who you are, I have like this... It's this relationship with death, and I think that there's a level of respect, you know, that should be there. I don't wish ill will on anybody or anything like that, no matter what you've done in life, because I cannot judge you. Um, <laughs> however, I can be like, oh, I don't like the things that you said. He, some things that Kevin said was completely out of pocket, but other things were just brutally honest that some people need to hear. But I did find it ir ironic that he, of course, did pass away exactly up under on on top of uh, the ladies that he would talk about as much. So, you know, th God's funny. <laughs> God's real funny. But uh, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. And uh, if he has any uh, family, surviving family, you know, friends, et cetera, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you doing your loss. So please keep them uplifted. Now, Dave, listen, I heard there was going to be no charge. No charge for this assault with a deadly weapon that this man decided to hit Dave up with. Y'all forgot this man is is built, okay? This ain't this ain't little Dave no more. This big Dave, this David, okay? This is this is David. You run up on him if you want to, okay? You see, you got done. You got done. This is this is exactly what it means to fuck around and find out. Look, now your ass out there looking like Woody. Boy, boy, gonna need that old man Jerry. And a roundup game, and all the king's horses and all the king's men to put his dumb ass back together again. The worst thing you could have done outside of trying to attack David, okay, thinking you big and bad Goliath, was that you ran 
you ran behind that screen. Now you should have known them heavy hitters was gonna get you. They was gonna get you. Look at it. Now you're stuck, boy. I was like, this, yeah, but you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Y'all gonna learn to just leave people alone. Don't swing at nobody unless you want to get swung on. Don't hurl no horrible words at somebody unless you want to get your feelings hurt. Okay? Just just be cool. Just be cool. Keep it cool and keep it breezy. Just like Elon Musk. He's out here keeping it cool and keeping it breezy. Y'all done heard. He done paid for all that money for Twitter. Now, I'm, I, don't, I don't care what you do, brother. I don't care what you do. Just don't make Twitter cost. I like my bird app like I like my air. Free. Okay, if it's free, it's for me. I don't care how many friends you got. You know, you got Larry and them. You got Binance. All your friends helped you buy this thing. I don't care. Please don't make it cost. Okay, I know you're the boss and you got the right. But however, it start costing, people going to be out of there. Going to be up up and out of there. All right? So don't, don't keep it cool. Keep it breezy. All right? Uh, speaking of breezy. My my main man, not Chris Breezy, but Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince, I know y'all saw. I know y'all saw. My Freddie Prince ain't out of pocket, but but I do have to talk about it, sir, sir. Yes, please come into this wrestling business. Uh, not 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 save us, you know, like like Smallville, save us. But <laughs> but you coming in here with some good ideas. Yeah, I hope I hope the next eighteen months. That you getting yourself together, and when you want to start your promotion, I hope it goes well. I hope you, you like you said, you already got the money. You got you got a three year plan. You got the money for a three year plan. You want to run a two hour show. I'm very interested in seeing what you're going to do if you're going to stick to that whole giving men and women equal time. Because as far as I know, we're just all just wrestlers. What I'm looking for though is I'm looking for a women's show that's called She's All That. Hello, and uh, I need uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar to be the GM. All right. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see Buffy out here. All right. Um, but I can tell you what, this is going to be one of the few indies where the booker ain't all on the show. All up in your videos. Like P. Diddy. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like Freddie ain't going to be up in that right. He may say a little something, but he ain't going to take no bumps. So, hey, she's just watching for pure enjoyment, which is what people should be watching wrestling for. I feel like there's just too much division. And it's long. There's long division, too. Honey, I get it. Everything that's on TV is competition. But you ain't got to be competitive like this. Not in the fans. Not the fans. Not like this. Especially not against each other. Because at the core, we're all wrestling fans. We're, like, we're watching this because we love it. So love it. Please. Just love it. Love it like you love your mama. Like you love your family. Okay? Just, just absolutely, just love it. But I just don't want y'all to be out here taking wrestling for granted. So, love it. Because I love it. I absolutely love it. As much as I love my rights. Now, the, the most recent out-of-pocket, I know everybody's been talking about it, um, for them overturning and coded uh, Roe versus Wade. Uh, I am not a fan, but I definitely feel like it's going to happen. Now, mind you, once this gets to a state level and everybody starts deciding on whether or not they want it or not, I'm like, that. I feel like it's going to cause a post hoc effect. One thing's going to happen and another thing's going to happen and another thing's going to happen and it's just going to all be because of overturning this. 
they, these states, uh, <laughs> one thing about them is that, yeah, they've been wanting to do what they want to do. However, that's going to allow people to move. If you're in a state where it won't allow abortion, you're going to want to move. And states are important for elections, especially certain states and certain areas. I live near, near Clearwater. And as far as long as I've been alive, I've always seen Pinellas County pick the president. And depending on what type of politics is in that area, depending on what type of people live there. You see where I'm going with this. Right. So, um, but I also see it going towards a slippery slope of like Christianity, like pushing Christianity. I, I, I'm, I guess I can call myself a Christian. I'm not religious, but I do have a connection with God. I got the message, you know, I read my Bible and stuff like that. Like a very, very spiritual person. However, I don't think that pushing either Christianity or the celibacy that comes with that is just not going to be the way to go. And I feel like it, that's just where we're going is that they just want going to want to push these values onto people instead of them having a choice because my God and my Bible taught me that God is a, a God of free will. You have a choice. That's the, the whole thing. You choose. You have to actively choose. And this is just a whole bunch of pressure, especially on women. Uh, and it's just, it's honestly, it's just too much. Um, one of my, I guess, favorite quotes, uh, is uh, says that first they came from the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I am not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Pastor Martin was definitely on the money here because it is now getting to the point where it's just who is going to be speaking up for us when there's no one left to speak up. I feel as though abortion is a planning tool for anyone that has a uterus. That's that's trans men, non-binary, gender queer, women, cis, whatever you necessarily want to identify yourself as, that that's it's it's a tool for you. We should be able to do with our bodies as we would like to do. And speaking of the, uh, on the state level, I saw that Louisiana, definitely out of pocket. Louisiana already has like a bill that, that talks about the fertilization, like at fertilization at six weeks, boom, it's a, it's a homicide. Like how is, how, how is the woman going to know her eggs fertilized? Birth control stops a fertilized egg from like attaching to the uterus. So now birth control's out the window. But that's insane. Then you're going to get to a point where you're like, it's just, it's just complete control. And I just don't like where this, this world, this country it, as a whole is just heading, especially this country. I'm just like, y'all, you got to give it a rest. Why is it? Why is everything about control? You argue over trivial things. Have they already had us separated based off of color? And then when you go into politi politics, it's still separated based off color. You're red, you're blue. Oh, you're left, you're right. Like, no, all of it's just, just, just wrong. You, the, the moral center, the compass is off. It's cracked. It's done for. This is, since, I feel like since those people, since Congress, since Supreme Court, they love kids so much. How about you do something about gun control? 
How about you do something about losing health care and how, and how expensive it is or separating families through deportation or cutting school, like free school lunch programs and other assistant funds? You're not pro-life. You're just pro-birth. You just want these kids to be alive. And then, then what? Then what? You're going to complain about the overrun of Section 8, the overrun of WIC. You ain't got no funds for this. You got no funds for that. Let's cut back here. So we can go build stadiums and give the police all this stuff and all these other things that don't don't matter. What about the people? The people is who you should care about. The people. It just it makes me so sad just to see how far everyone is straight. It's just like you you take an oath and you're supposed to be there for the people, but you're not voting for the people. You're not thinking about us. You're not thinking about women. You're thinking about yourself. So I'm just, eh, eh. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just like, oh, that's completely out of pocket. Like, oh, it leaked. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And for the certain lawmakers to say, oh, abortion was not in the Constitution. And? And? Yeah, when it's first written up, the black people went in that well too until amendments came in. So it was like, oh, you know what? Let me change something because this ain't right. The world just keeps going backwards. I feel like it's just stuck in the past. And they want to put you in that, oh, we have no future. You have no hope. It's a vicious spike, like cycle, just complete insane. Which brings me to my PSA of the day. America, the people, American people get out of the revolving door. It's time. We've circled enough. The same rhetoric isn't working anymore. We don't share the same values. The government is so busy blowing out bad vibes in every direction that we're all choking on your secondhand smoke. Like, just get it together. Because honestly, I'm, I'm looking real, real close, mighty close at the Declaration of Independence. The right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government. Because this is the same stuff that we continue to keep going over and over and over again. It's just not working. I don't see the great. So much potential. But just uh, out of pocket. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. This next out of pocket. Because I, look, I feel myself getting hot talking about it. Because I just, I would like to have, I would like to live in a world where I definitely have more rights, not fewer rights than what my grandmother and my mother had. Um, but I'm gonna leave y'all with this little, little funny story because, because it's definitely out of pocket. And if anybody can talk about my family, it's me. So, uh, we recently just had a, uh, a passing away in our family and it was a seven month old, uh, baby. Now <laughs> there was a little bit of drama going on with that. Uh, so it gets to the, uh, my dad's officiating it gets to the thing and, uh, the mother says, I don't want that other baby mama to be here, which I completely understand. Now, here I am. I'm like, okay, she don't want the children. She don't want the, the mom to you know, be there. You know, the kids can come or whatever, because that's their sister. However, you have no relationship. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, she came anyway. Y'all, she came anyway. She busted through the door. <laughs> and <laughs> she said she didn't want to leave her kids at home. Now, 
that, that the smart person be like, okay, I get that. You don't want to leave your babies, your children. This world's already going to hell in the handbasket. You don't want to leave your babies at home because you can't trust anybody. Yo, these weren't babies. These was 19, 18. I was like, Negro, thems is adults. Thems ain't babies. Leave them at home. Get an Uber. Go home. Like, you... You, you're an adult. An adult. You don't want to leave your babies at home? Them babies is grown. Them babies can drive to and fro. You ain't got to put them in a stroller. Leave them babies at home. So the baby mama, she came. They kicked her out. And the kids, I keep calling them kids, them, them adults stayed at the funeral. They stayed at the funeral. Now, mind you, this baby was cremated. Get to the, get to the, you know, get to afterwards where they're laying them in the ground. Now they bought a casket. I said, you, so you bought a casket and you cremated, but you just put a little bit of the ashes inside of the casket. And then they, they had the nerve. It was an arts and crafts, whole entire thing in front, in front of the flowers with the cross. Now, (laughs) black people will always use pain. We use laughter while they're going through pain. And of course, naturally, I saw what they did and I was like, okay, imagine this. Now, I don't know what possessed them to go to Michael's and be like, yeah, let me get this white pinky fence. It's always a small little miniature white pinky fence. They put it around on the lot, right? If that wasn't enough, they found some dirt. They put it on the sides. And then they got the stones, the pebbles, the stones. Like it's a walkway up to somebody's house. And then on the sides of the stone, you got the lights, <laughs> not just regular lights. You, you, you got the lights you put in the ground like you do in front of a house when it's nighttime, they solar power and then they turn on. I was like, what, what, what is going here? What is going on here? You could tell who was in the arts and crafts class. You could tell who was doing good in art club. Cause I was like, I know y'all didn't, but, but the baby not in there and the baby not in there. But I, 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 but hey, hey, hey! I was like, you know what? This y'all space, this y'all plot, do whatever. But what make it even crazier is that it felt like they was competing against the people that was next to them. Cause this is other plot right next to them. They had a gate, but it was wasn't as nice of a gate. They had stuff on the ground and a whole, whole, whole Michaels, whole crafts, whole arts and crafts, whole Joanne experience over here to the left. And then, <laughs> then they had this. Big old obsidian tombstone with the with the bait with the whoever they was going up to heaven. All you saw was a stairway to hell. You saw Jacob's ladder going up. Now, mind you, if somebody's going up to heaven, you should see their back. This person was looking, and I was like, "Dang, did they reject you? Dang, they ain't let you into heaven." Like, bro, who did this? Who did this? So we all got a kick out of it. It just made the whole day just a little bit easier it was it made it it made it easier to deal with uh just to have a little bit of laughter in in the midst of pain but the mom was definitely out of pocket because i was like this this you you, this is too much this is too much for me (laughs) but yes um so in 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 between time in between time y'all just remember to to laugh a little bit uh, I just wanted to do this one so that I can, you know, let people laugh a little bit, get a little shaken off, uh, get a little 
little breeze, a little pep in your step. Cause it, yeah, like I said, it's been, it's been rough and American people just keep getting hit left and right. And I feel for us and I'm just, just hoping that things get easier for anybody and everybody. Cause Lord knows it's tough out here. Uh, Cause you know me, I don't mind doing my duty, but you know, some of these people ain't hitting. You know, the whole country out here got on makeup. But I'm about to throw y'all in the pool. Let the booger wolf out. Because, <laughs> Lord, have mercy. It's a mess. But, yes, please, y'all, get out of the revolving door. Like I said, it is time. It is time. It is time. I know you're stuck in the door. You feel like you're playing double dutch trying to get out. Just jump out. Jump out on faith. Jump out on whatever it is you believe in. Because, Lord knows, it, it is time. It's time to go forward. It's time to press forward. It's time to have a bright future because the way they're handling things right now is just mm, ain't looking too, too good. You know, but I hope everybody and anybody and all my soulmates are doing well. I hope and pray that you guys carry the laughter and carry the fun times into your next week, into your next month, into your next journey, into your next life. Um, I thank you, of course, always for joining me on this episode of Swole World. Um, As always, you know, you are loved, you are appreciated, and you are always, always, always more. Please, please keep smiling.